0: Welcome back to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. I'm your host Hope, the author and founder of Meditate Hope, with a mission of encouraging people to meditate on the hope of Jesus, because when you do, it changes everything. Last week we ended our series about the fruit of the spirit, which was super powerful, so if you haven't checked it out yet, you can check it down below in the show notes to read it, or look back on the previous podcast episodes. For the next weeks, and really for the rest of the year, we'll be diving into the book of Hebrews. I've wanted to study the book of Hebrews for a while, ever since we did the Romans series. The devotionals will be laid out a bit differently for the next weeks, and we will have the main devotional that we'll go through in the podcast episode, discussion questions, and an application challenging you to dive deep and live out the key takeaways you got from the chapter. Also, the discussion questions and application will go together. Currently, I'm reading Hebrews myself, and I started October 1st, and I challenge you to jump right in. With all that said, let's get into it. First, let's get a background on what Hebrews is all about. Getting a brief background is very important when starting a new book of the Bible because it gives you a little knowledge of what you're about to read and what to expect. The author of Hebrews is unknown. The book is a letter to the Jewish Christians around A.D. 66. This book has 13 chapters. The main ideas are Jesus coming down here on earth, being the only way to salvation found in him. No one or nothing else. An encouragement for our faith, the definition of it, discipline, and putting action into it. Now that we have a little background, let's dive into Hebrews chapter 1. In this episode i'll be splitting chapter one into two main parts the first part is verses one through four which talks about salvation through him in these first four verses the author explains how god has spoken to the people before us prophets and people of god in various ways from dreams to visions to even directly to them but then the author describes jesus coming to earth as the son of radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. In these verses, the author wants us to notice how he became superior to the angels in heaven, even though he came down on earth, making himself less than in the flesh. The rest of the chapter in verses 5 through 14 discusses how Jesus is superior to the angels. It goes on in a conversation of the angels, God the Father, and God the Son. When you read these verses, you can see how the angels were not prideful to God the Father or God the Son. But in verse 8, it talks about the Son saying, Your throne of God will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom." The Son, Jesus, says how in the beginning God laid down the foundations of the earth and that the heavens are the work of God's hands. He says that all in this world will perish, but God will remain the same, meaning that the same God that brought out the Israelites out of Egypt and fed the 5,000 is the same God that we serve today. God's years of reign will never end. From the beginning of creation to now, The Bible reminds us that the same God who can do miracles and work things out when there seems to be no way is the same God we serve in the present moment. He is superior above all other things, government officials, the latest news, and even angels in heaven. Now that we've gone through the chapter, here are some discussion questions and application points that relate to today's reading of Hebrews 1. Keep in mind that since these two things are together, your answers to the question should determine what your application in your life should be. I encourage you to dive deep and meditate on these two questions. Number one, in this chapter, one of the things it talked about was Jesus being superior over all. Here's the question for you. Is he superior in your life? Is he number one on your list? If not, what's getting in the way, and how are you going to make Him your top priority? At the beginning of this chapter, verses 1-4, through it talked about how salvation and revelation are only found in God's powerful word, the Bible. See a theme going on here? Only found in Him, and He is number one. Are you looking for what only God can give in the wrong places? Take hope or joy, for example. Are you looking for hope in the wrong places joy peace remember that all of these things are only found in jesus including salvation don't make other things an idol in your life that you're going to look to because an idol can really be anything that you are putting before your quiet time or jesus how are you going to look to jesus first always and for everything and i mean everything Whether it's the little praises or big decisions, how will you shift your mindset to going to Him first and only? This week, I encourage you to remember to look to Jesus for everything and make Him superior in your life. Don't look to the world to provide your needs, give you peace, or for saving grace because it's only found in Jesus. Make spending time with Him your top priority because when you do, it can strengthen and deepen your relationship with Him. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. I pray that encouraged you and deepened your relationship with God. For Christian encouragement, Bible journaling, inspiration, and more, you can follow at Meditate Hope on Instagram. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E. For weekly family devotions, you can go to meditatehope.webly.com. That's M-E-D-I-T. A-T-E-H-O-P-E dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Remember that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.